My brothers and sisters in Christ, how blessed we are when the Spirit of God lives within us. Perhaps in your own experience, and as I reflect on mine, there's a great interior difference between living in the flesh and living in the Spirit of God. The living in the flesh seeks its own pleasure for the sake of pleasure's sake. Living in the Spirit of Christ, as we hear in our second reading today from St. Paul to the Romans, means that there's a Spirit of God within us. And when the Spirit of God is within us, we experience the beautiful fruits of God. Love, joy, peace, gentleness, mildness, chastity, and all the beautiful, beautiful gifts of the Holy Spirit that God wants us to so flourish. He wants us to be filled with life rather than being of our own spirit, our own will, caught in the flesh. It's hard to tell today from the Gospel reading what was preceding this in Matthew's Gospel. It sounds like such a gentle and warm passage, which it is that we hear today. I give praise to you, Father, Lord of heaven and earth, for all you have hidden these things from the wise and the learned. You've revealed them to the little ones. The little ones are those who let the Spirit of God into their hearts. And what Jesus is contrasting against is what you will find in the first part of this chapter in Matthew's Gospel in Matthew 11, where Jesus is calling out those who would not allow the Spirit of God into their hearts, those who rejected him, rejected the Father's will for them. And he speaks rather harshly towards them because he's trying to correct them from their errors. Anytime we live in our own human spirit, meaning the desires that we have as human beings which are not of God, they lead us far from him. In that earlier part of the passage, Jesus speaks about the great hardship that will come upon those who reject the Father's love and consequently reject him. He speaks of them as causing great hardship, bringing force against the kingdom of heaven. The force of the kingdom of heaven is when human beings take into their own hands their own desires, their own will, and especially when they lead others astray through that. God desires us to live in the spirit of the living God. And when we live in the spirit of the living God, God dwells in us, and then through us radiates the fruits of the Holy Spirit, where we manifest love and joy, not violence by force, as Jesus speaks about, of those who reject God. In the world we live in today, there is much violence by force. We can look in the Ukraine, for example, and to see the great hardship. When one person or government or individual or organization takes into their own hands their own plans and imposes that upon others that is not of the Spirit of God, it causes violence and unfortunately even death. There are many things in today's world that we live in that are part of the culture of death those who want to take innocent life, 
whether it's like in Canada, where there's euthanasia. So if someone gets old, that somebody can determine, other than the family, to take the life of that elderly, or to restrict medical opportunities for them. The same is true for other aspects of life, from the very moment of conception. We are so blessed in our own state at this particular time to have safeguards to protect the innocent, the unborn. But as I speak, there are people within our own state gathering a petition to change our constitution within South Dakota, to grant a free right, and no law can oppose it, for abortions up until the time of birth. This is violence by force. And what it requires is all of us to live dynamic lives of love, not violence, not force, and to call others and to invite others into the beautiful spirit of the living God. So it's not about us. It's about God's goodness within us. And to be able to face the trials and the difficulties that we face today in the many ways that the culture of death is working so aggressively, even amongst very young people, trying to get people to change their bodies. That is violence by force. That is not of God. God created us in his image and likeness in our own beautiful uniqueness, to be loved always in the beautiful gender that he has blessed us with. And how important it is that we love our brothers and sisters even if they struggle within that. Not by force or violence, but by charity and kindness and helping them see the dignity of who they are in God's image and likeness. My brothers and sisters, these things that we deal with in the world today can bring great heaviness to our hearts and our minds. But we need not be afraid. Rather, we need to receive ever more fully the confidence of God, to be able to live in the Spirit of God and to face these things in the world wherever they come upon us. Jesus says so clearly in the Gospel, Come to me, all you who are labored and burdened, and I will give you rest. These things that would weigh on our mind and our heart or any good person of goodwill seeking the good of another, which God's love does, it would be easy to labor and to be burdened. But God will give us rest. But he teaches us that we must take the yoke upon us ourselves like he did, to learn from him, to be meek and humble of heart. And then we will find rest for ourselves. And we will discover the yoke of the burdens today, even the culture of death, by the grace of God and through our labors of advocating for what is true, good, just, and right, as God has made it so clear, we get to be part of the spirit of the living God living in and through us and being ambassadors of that love in the world we live in today.